Brett Jones for the Relationship Warrior podcast, the podcast for powerful and dynamic couples who want it all. Today's episode, Why Love is Not Enough. We have been taught and shown in our culture by movies, by stories, that once you love someone, that is going to be enough to sustain a relationship for the rest of your life. You know, what I find fascinating in our culture now is that we seem to have this idea that relationships are too hard. Let's just go into polyamory or let's just sleep around and that is going to be okay. That's going to give us what we need. The problem is that through millions of years of evolution, we are not designed for that because if you talk to anyone, anyone who hasn't been hurt or damaged by numerous failures in a relationship, what they'll say is, oh, I really would love to find someone I can just share my life with. Why? Because nothing lights up the pleasure centers in our brain more than a relationship with someone. We are designed to be attracted to that. And the only reason in my experience of 30-odd years of working with people, the people go, oh, I don't want to have a relationship or I prefer just to have a casual relationship, is the truth that they've been hurt in previous relationships. And now a relationship is merely a source of pain for them. So let's just, you know, sleep in a, so let's just sleep together. You have a house over here and I'll have a house over there. And we'll just get together on weekends for a bit of sex. And that's going to satisfy us at a very low level of pleasure. When we find the skills to have a relationship at a high level, then they last. But the truth is that even if we feel that attraction towards someone, even if we love someone, that is not going to be enough. Why? Because I meet so many people that say to me, I know I love them, but I just can't be with them anymore. And what they mean is that the relationship doesn't have the depth, doesn't have the understanding, doesn't have the caring, doesn't have the connection that true communication builds. What's communication? It's not just the words. It's the place from which we communicate. A man can communicate with a woman, no problem. But if he's communicating to her like a man would communicate to another man, you've got a problem because she is going to feel not understood, not heard, and hence, for her as a woman, not feeling the emotions that we call love. Equally, A woman can communicate to a man, but if she's communicating to a man like a woman would communicate to another woman, he is going to feel bullied. He is going to feel shut down. He is going to feel like she is trying to tell him what to do. And hence, he's going to resist. He's going to go into his masculine. He's going to shut down, so he's going to go into his feminine actually, he's going to shut down, he's going to block her and that's where the problem begins in the relationship. So it's true that love is not going to get you through. Love is not going to build the skills necessary and it's so unfortunate that we don't teach these skills in school. We don't learn these skills in school. We don't learn them from our parents. We don't learn them from our friends. We don't learn them from our family because they don't exist there. That's why we have a 60% plus divorce rate. 
And you've got two you know, dynamics going on here with that. You've got the millennials who are going, ah, it's all too hard, man. If that's what relationship is, I'm just, I'm not interested. Let's just live together. Yeah, that's an interesting strategy. But when you look at the statistics, it doesn't actually work because when you live together, the failure rate for relationships is higher than if you got married. And it's interesting that those that live together for up to seven years and then get married, their relationships actually last longer. And you've got the other dynamic at the other end of the scale. We've got people in their 50s going, oh, let's just do the same thing. Let's just live together or even worse, let's just you live in your house. I'll live in my house and we'll get together you know, a couple of times a week and on weekends, have a bit of sex, share a bit of time. And that will just satisfy me. The problem is it actually doesn't. Their levels of happiness, their levels of health because of their levels of happiness is even lower than a normal married couple's. See, statistics clearly show that if we find a happy relationship, if we truly get our needs met inside that relationship, we live longer, we're happier, according to all the surveys done around the world, doesn't matter where the culture you come from or the country, and we're actually healthier because of those relationships. We experience less stress, anxiety, and depression. All because we won't master a set of skills that are necessary in understanding the communication dynamic between men and women, understanding that you have to be in the masculine state and really understanding what the hell the masculine is because it's not dominating. It's not telling them what to do. It's integrity, it's bravery, it's breaking through and doing what is necessary when it's necessary to do it. And understanding what the hell the feminine is. You know, it's not some ball-crushing woman who can get shit done. That's not the feminine, that's her being in her masculine. And for her, it's exhausting and she feels worn out. She becomes literally the character in Devil Wears Prada, where she's awesome at work, but when it comes to relationships, absolutely sucks and ends up doing it all on her own. The feminine is actually intuitive. The feminine is powerful. It's influential. It flows with life. The feminine knows the state of the kingdom, the relationship, the family, what's going on every minute of every day. And she brings great advice to the kingdom and to the king. It can be very hard to accept that love is not enough. We have been cultured into believing that if you have love in a relationship, then that is what sustains a relationship. That is the same as saying that if you go to school and you get good grades, you're going to be successful and happy. That's what we're told. That's what we believe by our culture. But that's not reality. That's not how it actually works. I know many people who are hardly successful at school who have got awesome grades because they've got virtually photographic memories. And they can go into a classroom, they can look at material, and they can remember it. That doesn't mean they can apply that knowledge. That doesn't mean they can implement into their life what they have learnt. It just means they've learnt it. And we have to begin to realise in our world, in our culture, in how you think, that learning something is just learning something. Implementing it is completely the opposite. It's like people that come to a lot of education events and they learn lots of great material right across uh, business, personal development, relationships, investment, raising your children. 
Knowledge is one thing. Implementation is something entirely different. And the game you must play in life and in relationships and marriage is implementation. So love, when we love somebody, we want the best from them. When we're in love with someone, they are fulfilling our needs and we feel euphoria. We feel amazing because they're doing that. However, that feeling as it develops into a long-term, I love you, I want to spend my life with you and have lots of experiences and share my experiences with you, that's a different ballpark. So now we need skills that are going to maintain it. It's again, if I can use the analogy of someone who's a great technician at something in business. You know, they might be a great doctor or they might be a great plumber or they might be a great builder or... They might be a great writer. But to turn that into a business, turn that skill into a business requires a whole new level of skills. And it's exactly the same in marriage. You don't go to school. No one gives you those skills. You have to learn those skills. This is just common sense. And love, unfortunately, because I'm a great believer in love, is not going to get us through. What will get us through is learning skills. I learned that lesson after my first marriage collapsed after 11 years. One that I had been building an empire, like building a business massively, and not a kingdom built around the family and code number three, love and protect the family. Nor had I been living by code number one or two, tell the truth and do the right thing. So inevitably, because of those things, that marriage was going to fail. The second part of that is I learned that I had to gain new skills. And as I gained those skills, I stopped doing what I was doing in the first relationship to cause it to fail, like not being truthful, not having those hard conversations, learning to be my masculine and face up to difficult conversations with Marie. It's no different in your relationship. The principles are the same. We have coded into us by millions of years of evolution how men and women react to certain things and what women need. When you learn these skills, when you truly learn them, that provides the basis and the understanding for you to be able to have the relationship that you're actually seeking, one that is going to last the rest of your lifetime. But not only that, one that is also going to make you extremely happy. There is nothing in life, including any drug or substance you can take, that lights up your pleasure centers more than being happy in a relationship. That's the truth. That's the scientific truth. And accepting that, what that means is we can learn the skills and literally feel amazing virtually every day when we wake up. When you look at that person instead of thinking, oh my God, how did I get so unlucky? You're going to be thinking, oh my God, I am blessed. How did I find this person? The divine must be looking after me to have found this. Well, that's partly true because the divine will do its part, but you need to do your part. And your part is making wise choices. That choice is to educate yourself and gain the skills. And that's obviously what we do inside Relationship Warrior. And we're so passionate about saving and restoring a million marriages in the United States and here in Australia. And eventually around the world and building an organization that is going to be able to achieve that very big audacious goal. So I hope you'll join me in that goal and spread the word about Relationship Warrior to anybody you know that really can use assistance in not only just having an ordinary relationship, you know, where there's two people in the house and they're just doing this thing, but they're really not connected. They'd like to be, but really they're not being real. 
So if you know anyone that could really want to up-level their relationship, then point them in the direction of this podcast and, you know, pass it on. Have a bit of good karma come your way. Pass on what you've been listening to and learning about to those that you care and love about. So thank you so much for being with us. I always appreciate you taking the time out from your very busy day to listen to these podcasts and we'll keep them coming. In fact, we've got a very exciting guest coming up uh, in about uh, four weeks' time from now, about a month's time from now. Someone very well known uh, in the relationship area wrote uh, a number of best-selling books uh, that are literally known worldwide. And I know you're going to appreciate that guest uh, when they come onto the podcast. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, uh, we'll be putting out more podcasts. Thanks for being here. Much love to you and your loved ones. From Brett Marie, Relationship Warriors.